0: This episode is sponsored by Mogul Moments, a global brand that specializes in content, clothing and collaboration. We help you find the miracle of greatness under love within you so you can make a statement that's powerful. So get ready to believe in yourself, overcome fear and practice gratitude along your pathway to purpose because you got work to do. Think about that. Mogul! The Nikki Eason Podcast. This is a podcast for someone who's at a crossroad, not sure where to go, know that they want more, deserve more, not sure how to get there, but it's open to doing something different. They're at the stage of, do I keep going down this road or should I pivot and do something else? Yeah, this is for you. What's up all my listeners around the world, it's your girl Nikki Eason, the mogul, and welcome back to another episode of the Nikki Eason Podcast. Y'all, get ready to get shifted. Listen to this, your gifts will make room for you. Ooh, oh my gosh. When I first was introduced to this particular quote, I heard it from Steve Harvey, and the reason why I heard it was because he was talking about your gifts. And he was talking about, do you know what your gift is? And he said, your gift is the thing that you do the absolute best with the most, at least amount of effort. And when I think about gifts, think about what that actually does for you when you're doing it and when you receive them, right? It's the thing that you do the absolute best with the least amount of effort. The thing that makes you feel naturally good when you're doing it. Just like anybody giving you a gift. Like, you know, it makes you feel some type of way. But when he was speaking about it, he said your gifts will make room for you. Now, the only way these gifts can make room for you is for you to know first what your gift is. And I think a lot of you guys know your gift, but you're like, no. No there's no possible way that can be my gift. And I believe the reason why we think that is because it comes so naturally to us. It comes so easy to us. And it's hard to be like, that cannot be my gift or that cannot be something that I get paid to do or something that makes room for me. Because I think we're so caught up in the struggle. We're so caught up in thinking that everything has to be so hard for it to feel good or to feel accomplished. But when you get a gift, how does it make you feel? Right? When you get a gift, how does it make you feel? When somebody gives you that, how does it make you feel? So why can't you have the same feeling about the gifts that was already given to you? Now notice I say gifts because I believe we have multiple gifts. I don't believe that it's just one gift and that's it. No. Think about when you have presents around Christmas time. There are gifts. Sometimes it may be one gift, but you know what I mean. There are gifts around the Christmas tree. There are presents that's there. So I think we're already born with some of the gifts. I encourage you guys to tap into what gifts do you have? What do you do with the least amount of effort at the absolute best? What do you feel like people say to you like, oh my God, like you're so great at that. Tap into that because I'm telling you that's what's going to make room for you. Now, when you think about this quote, make rooms for you, rooms with an S, not just one room, more rooms, multiple rooms. And when you think of rooms, I think of places that it can take you. I think of rooms that haven't even been created, that it can create for you. When you start operating in the gift, I think of places that's already created, that's waiting for you to get there, waiting for you to get there. You have no idea how many people are waiting on your gift. How many people are waiting for you to do what you are gifted at so they can actually find their gift? I believe all of us were blessed and born with different gifts that serve the world. Here's another thing you got to think about. Using your gifts has something to do with serving something, some type of service some type of gift that is giving back in some form or fashion to someone, something, some people. Whatever it is that you do, whatever the gift is, it's probably serving something in its entirety. Because what do gifts do? We serve people with happiness and joy and whatever feeling we want to make them feel when we give them that gift. Those gifts that you have will make room for you, will make rooms for you. You gotta be able to find that, own it, accept it and start operating in it and understand that your gift is so unique because even if there's other people that have the same similar gift, nobody has it like you and nobody can do it like you because you are uniquely made for that particular gift. But the longer that you wait to operate in that gift, it delays the people who are waiting to find their gift. You have to understand that it's all connected. Everything that you've been through up to this point is all connected. A lot of us have been led to the gift. A lot of us know what the gift is. and We're so afraid of it that we're like, no, there's no possible way. I can just stop what I'm doing that makes me feel comfortable and secure and go after that. I hope that you change that. Because if you're feeling a lot of crazy feelings right now or a lot of anxiety, a lot of like, I don't know if I want to do that. I believe it because you're not operating in your gift When you operate in your gift, there's a fulfillment that you get. There's a satisfaction that you get every time that you do it. And another way to identify the gift is what can you do for the rest of your life and not get paid for it? What can you do for the rest of your life and not get paid for it? I believe that's where your gift is. I believe that's what you should be doing. But a lot of people like, oh, my God, if I operated my gift and I don't get the money and all of this and then I won't have this to do the things that I need to do. I understand that. I get it. Do what you love and the money will come. When you're operating your gift, it's not about automatically getting the money from it, because I think that that takes away the value from it. And if to get deeper in that, think about gifts that you've received that may cost a lot of money that may not have. And think about how much value it brought you, even if it didn't cost a lot of money. Think how much value it brought you if it did cost a lot of money. Usually that value came from the gift itself or came from the person who was giving it to you. So that should let you know that the gifts that you were already given are already valuable because the creator gave them to you because you are of value. Your gifts will make rooms for you. It will make rooms for you. It will create areas where your gift is needed. Room. It recreates create spaces where your gift is used. Rooms. It will create new avenues and pathways to where your gift can be duplicated, can be realized, can be insured, can be actually continued to be accepted and thrive in a space because it's making room for you. Sometimes in those gifts that you're operating in, it's making the room for you to see. It's making the room for you to become who you're called to be. A lot of us forget that you're here to to vibrate at your highest, truest expression. How do you feel like you're going to get there? Why do you feel like that those gifts is not part of that? I'm here to tell you that those gifts are part of that. But you have to be okay with what they are. Some of us are not okay with what they are. And it's all right. Some of us don't know what they are. You know where you're at, but I'm hoping that you find that and start to operate in that. I've known for a long time that my gift was speaking. Yeah. Even though when I was younger, I didn't talk a lot. I really found that out (laughs) maybe a few years back. And I asked my parents. I was like, you know, did I ever talk a lot like this? Like when I was younger, they was like, no, you did not. You didn't talk at all. But you read a lot of books. (laughs) you read a lot of books. And I don't know if you guys were into books when I was young. I read a lot of different books. My favorite series to read was Goosebumps, which is very interesting. (laughs) I don't know why. I don't know if it was just because the mystery that was happening. But when I think about Goosebumps, I think about when I'm speaking. I think about what that makes me feel. I think about what I make people feel when I speak. Goosebumps. Wow. And to be able to now realize that the one thing that I didn't do a lot when I was young is now the thing that has become the gift that has made room for me. It's really an amazing feeling to feel and it makes me tear up sometime that everybody has a voice and your voice is your most powerful tool. And for me to be able to use this tool to inspire people, to uplift them, to encourage them, to just take them for where they are to help them make a decision, to help them switch from the crossroad to get on their path to greatness. That right there is an amazing honor. But here's the thing about knowing your gift and operating in it. To whom much is given, much is required. So if you are going to operate in that gift, you better be ready for what comes along with it. But don't forget that you were uniquely made for all of it this was part of the plan a lot of us have been shown our gift early on but we didn't accept it at that moment or we didn't know how or we didn't feel like that we had the strength to be able to utilize it and what happens is the gift keeps knocking (laughs) it keeps trying to get your attention it keeps trying to say you know you should be doing this right You know you should be doing this, right? And every time you're faced with some type of opposition or something that just doesn't feel right and it's time for you to move, that gift shows up again. Do I feel like the gift is very similar to your calling? Yes, I do feel like that. I think the gift actually creates the calling. (laughs) You know, you're called for that thing to do, but in order for you to do the thing, the gift is what you need to get it done. And when you start to realize that, I think things change in your life because you start to understand what gifting is. It is about giving. It is about serving. It is about taking what you do easily and making people feel full from it and serving them. But making sure that when you give that service, they walk away feeling like I just got a gift. And so every time that I speak, Every time that I speak on my podcast, every time I speak on social media, every time I speak in front of audiences, I want them to walk away feeling like, oh my gosh, I needed that. That was a gift. I want them to feel what it feels like to have a gift because that's what I choose to share with the world. And I know if I keep sharing that with the world, then it's gonna make room for me and it's gonna make more rooms for me to be in there's so many people waiting for what it is that you have to say what it is that you're doing but the only way that you can get in those rooms where those people are waiting is for you to keep doing what it is that's been given to you doing what it is that you are called to do so you can get to the next room that's waiting for you so it makes room for you And another way to look at the rooms is actually pushing things out the way so you can have room to operate in the gift. When I think about like these quotes that I'm inspired by, specifically this one, your gifts will make rooms for you, will make room for you. You could put room, you could put rooms, whatever way you wanna put it, but think about those words, your gifts, not nobody else's, yours. Your gifts will make. It doesn't say we'll create, we'll try, we'll make meaning it's already done, it's already made, will make rooms for you, for you, for you to be in the room, for you to get whatever that you need from it, for you to make room for yourself, for you to create the energy that you need to be feeling like you need it when you're in the room. All of that comes from your gifts. Your gifts will make room for you, will make rooms for you. You just got to let it do its thing. What happens is we start operating in the gift and we start to figure out how can we control it. And the moment that you start trying to control how this gift is going to make a room for you, usually I feel like you delay the the gratitude and the satisfaction and the gratification from what it is that you're doing with the gift. If this was something that was given to you by the creator and the highmost being, meaning I already know what value this brings to the world. But I need you to find out the value that it brings. And I need you to figure out what the gift is. I think all we're supposed to do is figure out the gift and start operating in it. Everything else will be created. The moment that you start to try to control how this gift is supposed to operate is when things slow down. We have to give up the need to be in control. And I get it because we're human. (laughs) It makes us feel better if we control things. When you control things, it's like, oh, I already know what's going to happen. I'm prepared, so I ain't even worried about it. But I don't feel like your gift is a feeling of knowing and being in control. I think it's a feeling of surrendering. Let's go back to what it was when you're at Christmas time and when you're receiving a gift. You surrender to what it is that these people are going to give you. You may have a list and hope that things are going to get done to you or given to you from that list, but you still surrender in hopes that you're going to get it, right? Same thing with your gifts there's a part of you that needs to surrender and ask, what is my gift? What would you have me here to do? What am I supposed to be doing? How can I find a way to serve, right? Martin Luther King, everybody wants to be famous, but everybody can do service because service is where greatness from. If you can serve, that's where your greatness is, and greatness is determined by service. So when you think about Martin Luther King and what he did, think about what gifts he was operating in and what room that made for him, that in return made for us to find our gifts so we can make room for other people. It's all connected, y'all. What gifts do you need to tap into? What gifts have you haven't tapped into that you know is your gift? Ask yourself why, why? Usually the answer to that is because you're already thinking about what people are going to say, think, feel, do once you start moving in that. Or you think that this couldn't be for you. Or you think about all the crazy stuff that's going to happen when you start doing it. Or you think about, oh, you need all of this. I promise you, it ain't easy to operate in your gift, even though it comes naturally to you. But the, the, the part that's not so easy is not knowing what's going to happen next. But that comes back to the control. When you're not in control, it ain't easy. When you're in control, it's easy. (laughs) If you can control everything that's going to happen to you, it'd be easy. But you're not in control. And here's the thing. If you could just lean into the dream that God gave you with your gifts, things would be different. If you could really just lean in and be like, you know what? I feel like that's what I'm supposed to do. I enjoy myself when I'm doing it. People say I should be doing it. Let me just do this and see what happens. Let me just let go and surrender and just allow myself to operate in the gift. And let's see what happens. And I promise you, when people start seeing you in your gift, they're going to feel uplifted and inspired. And that is a form of payment, too. People forget that there are so many financial harvests that you can get from just your gift. It's not just about... Oh, pay me to use my gift. No, it's about how my gift actually can become some type of growth or transformation from what it is that I'm doing so you can become better. Because once you use your gift and it impacts and transforms somebody's life, you got paid. (laughs) You won. And now they go on and find their gift. That's what you're supposed to do. The same way the ancestors did for us, the same way they use their gifts to be who they are, then allowed us to be who we are now. So why wouldn't you do what you needed to do for your own sanity for the next generation that's coming behind you? Do your part, y'all. Find that gift, operate in it, and let it make room and rooms for you so you can come in there and people can hear you or people can see you or people can be served by you so they can see, oh man, that's what service looks like. That's what operating the gifts looks like. I want that feeling. I want to give that feeling. I want to be able to pay it for it because this person did that for me. When you can do that, it changes your vibration, it changes your frequency. Imagine if everybody in this world was operating in their gifts. What would this world look like? What would it look like? <laughs> What would it look like? If you can't look that far, imagine what you would be doing and what your world and your life would look like if you were operating in your gifts, operating in what it is that made you feel good when you're doing it, made you feel fulfilled, liberated, excited, joyful. Imagine what your life would look like. Who would be around you? Who wouldn't? You gotta think about that too. Remember, you're on this journey. And a lot of us have actually hit a lot of roadblocks We've hit a lot of crossroads. We're like, I don't even know which way to go. I'm going to always tell people, what is your gift? Operate in that. What do you do best with the least amount of effort? What do you enjoy doing? What can you do for the rest of your life and not get paid for it? Let's figure out a way for you to get into that space. Because there's purpose in why you're here. And once you find that, it is your job to start to begin that and operate in that over and over and over all the people that you're inspired by are using their gifts and operating in their purpose. There's no difference. They're operating in it and they're believing in it and they're allowing it to make room and rooms for them. You're no different. You just gotta get out your own way and you gotta get out of trying to control how it is. You gotta get all out of all of that and start to tap in to your own power, your God power, which is your gifts your own gifts to allow you to thrive, to allow you to be and become all of the things that you see already in your imagination. Your imagination is the preview of life's coming attractions. And what's funny is they are sitting in your imagination for a reason because God lives in your imagination. And how much of a gift it is to imagine Your gifts will create your imagination. Your gifts are part of what it is that you imagine. You got to let them do what they're supposed to do. And whatever you're thinking for the big thing, for the dream, for yourself, know that God has a bigger dream for you. So if you're thinking on one level of I want all these things, this is what I see in my dream, and this is what my gift can do, please know that God is like, nah, it's way bigger than that. But I'm glad you're thinking like that. (laughs) because it has to give you that element of surprise, because it is a gift. Surprise. Your gifts will make room for you once you find them, once you accept them, and once you begin operating in them. What is your gift? Go find it and get about your business, because you got work to do. Think about that. Much love. Peace. This episode is sponsored by Mogul Moments, a global brand that specializes in content, clothing, and collaboration. We help you find the miracle of greatness under love within you, so you can make a statement that's powerful. So get ready to believe in yourself, overcome fear, and practice gratitude along your pathway to purpose, because you got work to do. Think about that. Mogul!